I grew up in in Neasden and the stuff that I used to see in Neasden, it just made me really from from like the first ten years years of my life made me realize like yo, there's more to the world than the ends. Mm-hmm. So, What's the J Cole song? That yeah, I can't remember. You sing it for us. Yeah, sing it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You gripped that like, maybe. I like it. It's really. Yeah. 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 Like, I'm really. on my Simon Cowell right now. Yeah. Yeah. What's the song, man? It's like niggas need to put a mask on just to get through the interview. Oh, I love that bit. Uh, that's that's the only yeah, bit of the song I like. Folding clothes. No, that's no, folding no. clothes. That's yeah, the last clothes, minute yeah. of folding clothes yeah. and the only minute worth listening to on that song. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's Amari, and you're listening to the You Think You Know podcast with Benjamin Williams, Derek Finks, and Shy from Young Black Psych. A very realistic light mm. in your face, basically, because you get to see the Latinos, the Blacks, and <coughs> what was going on at that time, the territory wars. And like I was saying, whereas Top Boy sometimes, especially the new Top Boy, is almost sensation- sensationalized mm. on gang culture and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, Snowfall is really like an extract from reality in the sense of the way it's shot, the way it's filmed, and it's like it's like real people, real stories. Yeah. I love Top Boy for that reason. I just think they, especially with the newer series, they didn't get the balance right. So the first two seasons of Top Boy, it's like desperate people in des- desperate yeah. positions. Mm-hmm. That's what I get from it. Mm. It's literally just displaying the ends right in front of you. Whereas with the new Top Boy that Drake was involved with, like it was almost cinematic, so it's yeah. like a lot of the stuff is That's so really good. Like there's a bit where they're in the Range Rover with with the guns and that, like riding out, and I'm just like, okay, this is not happening like this, but cool. I like I like it. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? But um, I think more of those shows need to happen in terms of okay, if you're gonna talk about gang culture and whatnot in in urban cities and stuff, because it's a problem in every urban city, it's a problem mm. in every major city. Sorry, mm. um, just make it real. Just make it real. There's so many people in the ends. Um, me and Derek are from the ends, the same ends that Nines is from. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So it's like there's there's hood shit going on, but there's also just people in between just trying to figure out a way of like yeah. trying to get, get somewhere fr- better than this. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? That's and then you also have people just trying like, to survive. Yeah, there's like black trauma. Is so tell them like that's what they want to tell them. Yeah, sensationalized, hundred percent. Mm. Like, why does there need to be a hundred shows on like gangs, gangland yeah. and that? Like, do you get so for gangs or slavery? Yeah, yeah. bro, I'm tired, yeah. fam. Yeah. I'm tired. <laughs> do you know? Do you know? In the tech um, sector, um, particularly in coding, there are so many black people. I know this from just being on Twitter because I wanted to go into tech and stuff like that. Mm. You would never know if you just got your facts from British media. Yeah. You would never know that's an option. In school, they don't tell us really what we can achieve, mm. especially when you're from pover- like poverty schools, um, impoverished areas, basically. So if you're in Wembley, if you're in Harlesden, if you're in Queen's Park, obviously Queen's Park is a bit rich, but if you go to Queen's Park School, school yeah, yeah. do you get what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. It's not great. Um, they don't really show us what we can achieve. They don't set us up for the future well. Like, I remember leaving sixth form thinking, I don't even know what I want to do. Like, I do yeah. have a plan, but they haven't set me up well to... to yeah, to realise it. Yeah, like, how am I going to get there? Yeah. I don't really know. That's, yeah, just yeah. A, that's just a product of the environment because the teaching is obviously not of the most high quality. Of course. Mm-hmm. Because the people that are in the area, mm-hmm. you know, maybe a lot of them teachers in them areas don't even want to be teachers. And exactly. kids are unruly in them areas there because of yeah. the kind of sensationalization of, like... You know I agree saying, with culture. you. But I feel like kids are kids. So, you know those kids in Eaton, the Boris Johnson types? Yeah, they move differently. They're moving wild as well, bro. Just in a different manner. They're moving wild as well, bro. 
at all ages, fam, they're doing dumb shit. Yeah, they're doing sure. reckless. In fact, fam- I feel like they set fire to more things than we do. Mm. We can't set fire to things because we live here and no one's going to build it back up. Yeah. So that Riot Club, you know what I mean? You ever seen that film? Nah, what's that? That's all about like Eton boys going to Oxford and then Boris Johnson was part of it. David Cameron was part of it. It's like the Riot Club and like basically they just like propel each other to heights you know yeah. I mean? but they're all like super fucked up and everything yeah. worth a watch money, madness and the yeah. parents just back you yeah, yeah because yeah, they yeah, can man. it's like okay if you've Daddy's made a money, mess yeah. we'll just throw money at it we'll clean it up it's yeah. fine that's exactly it yeah it's yeah, fine let's intro this thing let's do it you ready oh you ready to record it say enough yes. alright welcome back everyone did you think you know podcasts myself Derek Finks me, Benjamin Williams. I'm Shy from Young Black Psych. We've got a special guest in the building today. Just yeah, 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 yeah. Introduce yeah. yourself, let the people know. Hello, my name is Omari. Uh, I'm an artist, uh, 24 years old. Soon be 25, actually. Quarter century soon. Might be like, by the time this episode drops, I might be 25. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, happy yeah. birthday, me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. So, what? what's everyone saying, man? How's your last week's been? What's, today's Wednesday, like, so wait. Yeah, Wednesday, uh, usual spot. And then, um, yeah, it's been good. It's been a bit weird. We're like coming up to halfway through lockdown, aren't we? Oh, yeah, yeah man. Um, <laughs> we're fast, though. Yeah. It has. It's gone slow as well. Wait, did it actually start at the beginning of November? No, it was on like the 5th or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're on like the what is it, 18th today. Yeah, but yeah, it's been a bit of a weird one. I mean, I missed the pubs. Got another bike incident. Yeah, another <laughs> yeah, 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 bike. I don't know why. I ride bus it. driver's taking the piss. Yeah, <laughs> almost got knocked off the bike on the way here again. See, they're um, promoting cycling because they want less people here, so they they're telling the bus drivers knock you off. The yeah, bus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it's man, like it's yeah, <laughs> first guys. That's it. Yeah, so that wasn't fun. Uh, the high vis jacket is on the way. It's on the way. <laughs> So you know, I need to get that sorted. <laughs> but yeah, it's been it's a bit it's been a good week. Um, done some filming. Done some filming. How was that? We- Amazing, honestly. Um, there's not many times. I'm not trying to like tip my own horn here too much, but it's only two times <laughs> where I walk away and I go, "Yeah, I did great." Today. <laughs> I did phenomenally. Uh, yeah, no, it was it went really well, and the director was sick, and um, the guy who worked with me, uh, Jonathan, was like the most like sort of giving actor i've ever worked with he was like let's try it like this you know it'll propel you to this height blah 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 blah. Mm. so that was great so yeah i mean we're only on wednesday like i said but the last sort of seven days in a whole have been so good i honestly really enjoyed it nice one what about yourself mate it's been a up and down week for myself obviously i work in the the nhs in it so with kids this time around in the lockdown obviously kids are back at school and parents are somewhat working from home and that so there's stress and that to do with these kids and helping everybody manage but on the plus side of things obviously my company young black psych we a couple of weeks ago we started our kickstarter campaign to raise around five grand to help our a to z coping strategy cards and we are now at like 4.7k just need 300 pounds. Last five days of the Kickstarter, yeah, man. Yeah, well Doing done. Well, you know, listen, I got spare free bills. You get yeah, me? Just know about link in the description. By the time this dropped, that would have been done, though. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, you can still well, donate to the cause like, if you want. Like. Yeah, it'll still be about, it'll be about, yeah. Exactly. But really excited about that. So, so yeah, yeah, December's going to be a busy month getting the orders shipped and that, but yeah, looking forward to it, man. You're going to be product shipped, man. You're going to be shipping stuff out. Yeah, we do. No, but I rate stuff like that. DPD and that. That's like full of bear curries. Of course. You know, like they're the, um, like Hermes deliveries guys who just like chuck. Fuck my summer video, yeah. 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 Yeah
I'm on bicycle kicks. Yeah, see that one. Nah, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. I'm on bicycle kicks. I'm on bicycle kicks. You're safe, you're safe, please. No, your head's coming off, bro. Drop it tomorrow, lad. Nineteenth. Tomorrow. Yeah. We did off for Turkus. Yeah, I like that. that also, I like that there's a square outside the Microsoft building now. Yeah, 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 yeah like yeah, a big yeah, fuck yeah. you, basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love it. If, uh, if you haven't listened to our previous podcast on gaming, go and give it a listen. Talk about some good stuff on there. But um, yeah, we're with our guest today, you know. So tell yep. the people what you're up to at the moment, so where you've come from, how you know the group and everything. So uh, me and Derek went to the same high school together. Yeah, I'm saying high school. High because, school, Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. School, I'm glad. It's high school. My school says high school in the name, so I will call it high school. I yeah, don't know but... about you secondary school guys, but um, <laughs> yeah, Derek, me, me and Derek go back way back. So it's, it's really like my brother. Um, I've met Shy a couple of times now. This is my first yeah. time meeting you, Ben. I know. I feel, like, I feel like I know you because I've heard your voice so many times. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, a big yeah, fan yeah. of the podcast, honestly. <laughs> Thanks. I love Cheers. what you lot to do. Uh, right now, I'm just into my my art right now. So I make music, I write. I'm just an ideas man. Uh, I do a lot of things, to be honest. But yeah. right now, mm. my main calling right now is um, just writing and music, I'd say. Uh, writing, I want to go into as a career. So I'm just building up portfolio so mm. I can send to like different companies and stuff. Sick. Let them know I'm the MVP that they're looking yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, any, any companies you're listening, you feel me? I'm MVP telling you, man, I, I'm telling you, I can <laughs> articulate myself so well, you wouldn't even realise. Like, We're about to put that to the test, my guy. <laughs> hey, let's go, let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't nervous, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so you said uh, you guys know each other like from, from the sort of high school. Yeah. Am I allowed to say that? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Secondary school kind of stuff. Do what you, you say secondary school? Do what feels natural. Yeah, My school had high school in the name, so I would say high school, yeah. Okay, cool. Because everyone used to say it's a Northwest London thing. We try to act like we're Americans. We do this. Yeah, I really hate that. But to be fair, yeah, when you consider in 2009 that everyone was jerking, like we we were we were a bit confused in 2009. I'm not gonna lie, there was people on yeah, bro. Like to this day, I know I know people that could do pin drops and stuff, and like that's takes dedication because I can't do that. I like shout the man them, shout as these too because I know he used to be able to do that. I don't know if he still can, but. <laughs> nah, knee injuries. Derek Rose, man. Oh, Derek Rose. Nah, because he's a baller as well. Yeah, remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's a baller, man. Yeah. So, um, where did you start of like start getting your passion for like writing and everything? Because I can hear it when you talk about it now. Yeah. You know, I can hear it in your voice like the passion coming through and everything. Was that like at Love school? That one. I, can, I can hear it in your voice. Was, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just you know, giving it a little bit. Uh, <laughs> Drop the sauce on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When when you're at school, was it something? You know, you started doing because I did a little. You know, everyone started writing a bit. You know, you'd write a few stories in English class, and I never especially liked it. I enjoyed the making stories up, and I do a bit of writing myself with the scripts and everything. Yeah, but at school, I never thought this is something I can take on. Was it a bit different for you? Or uh, in school, I was ducking it. I was ducking yeah. it. Like mm. this whole artist thing, I was ducking it. I'm like, nah, 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 nah. I'm not gonna do it. I felt like at the time. I felt like at the time, the reality of what it is now in sense of, I felt like everyone wanted to be a rapper. Everyone wanted to be an artist mm. of some sort. I was like of the, the ilk of only do these things if you're elite. Do you know what I mean? And sure. I love mm. music, for example, so much. So it's like, I would never want to do music a disservice, basically. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I just love it that That's much. That's an uh, imposter mm. syndrome thing, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, not going to lie. I've yeah. realized this about myself. I have imposter syndrome. Yeah. I'm a perfectionist. I have a bit of survivor's guilt. Like, it's just so much going on in my head, but it's just like, you have to grow with the confidence and realize that what you're given, you, you should just use it. Like, I, I worked hard at a lot of these things. So, I, um, 
when I was in primary school, I loved maths a lot more than English. Um, throughout high school as well, I remember like the first three years of high school, they were judging, they were marking us like six C's and six A's and stuff like that. And I can't remember what it's supposed to be when you're in year seven, but I remember they only predicted that I was going to go up two subgrades in three years. Mm. So I think it's like I was at 7C or whatever in year seven or 6C at year seven. Good. And they said, by the time I'm in year nine, I'm only going to go up to 6A when really we should be 7A or like mm, 8 yeah. or whatever it was yeah, at the time yeah, yeah. in year nine. So I didn't really think English was my strong suit. I remember my, my year seven teacher saying that to my mom and parents evening. My mom got more pissed, in, pissed than me because she's a scholar herself. Um, she's graduated. She's a teacher as well. She loves her books. Like her bookshelf's amazing still. I'm not going to lie. Books, mm. yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, I had no real, it's not that I didn't really have confidence in it. I just didn't think it was where I was going to end up leaning towards. Sure. Yeah. Um, and then shout out Mr. Anderson. Because yeah. it was like, <laughs> no, I have to, fam. Like, <laughs> there's a couple of teachers, I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah. when I run into them again, like, I'm just going to show them proper love because it's like, it's only a few I could probably name, like, on one, ha one hand, mm. maybe two, that has really, like, helped Impact me in my journey and impacted me and stuff like that. Yeah. I got one lecturer yeah. from uni like that as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, shout out Mr. Anderson because I was in one of his, like, um, what do you call it? You know, when they put like us in sets? Team. No, no, when oh, they put okay. us in sets. Just like sets then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, I was in like a middle set, I believe, or something like that, right? I don't know where I was. But was that for English? Yeah. yeah. Well, English sets weren't really like ability-based, though, I felt like. Not at the start, yeah. but towards the end they were. Because he, mm. he, he, again, I had him in year 10 and he pushed me forward in year 11 to be in the top set. Okay. But this was year eight, so I didn't even know him like this at the time. I've handed in a piece of work. I'm thinking, yeah, I can get to go to break now because he's like, everyone hand in your work and then go. He's like, nah, you stay here. Right. so he's marking everyone's work like checking them before they can go I'm like why am I staying here he mm. keeps saying nah you're not supposed to be here you're not supposed to be here I'm like what are you talking about <laughs> he's like nah nah he's more like, angry than me yeah. Yeah. he's doing the same thing my mum's doing where he's like nah 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 this kid is he's not supposed to be here he's not supposed to be here he's better than this he's better mm. than this I'm like I don't really know like I'm yeah. not really mm. taking it I'm just whatever do you get what I mean and then um, we end up having a bit of a conversation after that he's just like nah you're really good at English like I'm gonna push for you to be in the top set it didn't happen the next year, but eventually I had him like two years later in year 10. So I had him in the class. Oh, I remember. He's yeah, working yeah. with me close by and he's helping me improve my writing game and stuff and give me the confidence in that. Nice. And then year 11 is when I got put into top set. And then that's when I realized, oh, this is like, I, I enjoy doing this. Yeah. Also, I think Facebook, ironically, um, made me realize I like writing as well. I used to be like, put like dumb, like, like just thoughts, like train of thoughts basically on Facebook. I still do it on Twitter that's sometimes like now. Yeah, like, like it might just be like a little like haiku, but unofficial. You get me? Or okay, like a little yeah, yeah. like, and it's not even like. Sometimes it was on some soppy shit. I'm not gonna lie, man. Like, <laughs> I can laugh about it now. It's so yeah, funny, bro. Yeah. Like, so even sometimes now I'll be like, "Yo, you're doing too much. Like, you're yeah. in your poetic justice bag. Like, calm down, fam." But it's like, <laughs> I just, I'm just interested, like the way we can construct words together and mm. the double entendres, triple entendres that we can make. Like, I could say one line and it apply to so many different things, mm. and you would never know what the fuck I'm talking about unless you see me every day or unless I tell you certain things. So, I just like playing with words because I know that they're impactful. Mm. Um, and they can really get people to go and do things. You get what I mean? So, yeah. yeah, I think Facebook, when I was writing those things, I remember someone was like to me, oh, you should be an artist. Like the way you put words together. I can't, I can't lie. I took it as a joke. Like when the person told me, mm. because that person was like a joker in it. So like, I could never take what they said seriously, but <laughs> I kind of just like, I, I just noticed that I kept doing it. I just like putting words together. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So mm -hmm. I'd say Mr. Anderson and then just being the, 
being in adolescence and just writing how you feel about different things, whether it's heartbreak or whether it's just, uh, this is my thoughts on why the world's fucked today or something like that. Do you know what I mean? I've always had an interest in words as well. Like, for example, I found out what misanthrope means in like year seven, which is quite dark because misanthrope means you basically hate the world. Yeah, like it's quite dark, bro. I was going through it. It's like, yeah, I hate people. Like, I I hate people so much. (laughs) I love people, but I hate them because we're so capable of doing fucked up shit. Like, why can't we be considering it? But I was just in my bag, bro. Do you get me? Like, you just grow up and grow up. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's part of growing up. Like figuring out what you, you know, love to do and what you like. And at the same time, you're looking at other people and thinking why are they not behaving like this? But it's because everyone's going through their own thing. Exactly, you know? exactly. And that's it. I mean, so much, you know, sort of struck me there was like, you had the balls to put it on Facebook. Mm. I know myself, like, you know, I very rarely went on social media, especially like when I first got it from 13 to 16, because mm. I was worried about what other people were thinking, you know? Oh, what if I like, you know, even as much as, what if I like this artist yeah. on there <laughs> and people see if I like the artist, you know, mm. like... You know, I was very much like a big Green Day, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, you, me at seven, like, you know, all that kind of emo kind of like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, stuff. Yeah. Some bangers in there, though. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I can't lie. I was in my, like, I, I, I dipped that. into yeah. my ego, um, my, Fallout Fallout my emo bag. Jeez, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paramore's emo bag. Paramore, yeah, Paramore's yeah. emo yeah. as well. Oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you done the thing with B.O.B.? That's what I was like, yeah, this That's exactly You found that song out on Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paramore yeah, for like basically. that one yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm like, yeah. people, people rock it up but I'm like nah I've been on this for like <laughs> I'm like what is going on like, I, had, yeah. I had the one cousin who loved is it is it Misery Business That's and a cheese, it's a bro. proper like at yeah, the time I remember cheese, when I first heard it this is like dark innit and like when you walk into a Jamaican yard, you're not expecting to hear yeah, misery business, especially yeah. like in the noughties. She was like a pioneer, <laughs> I can't lie. Because <laughs> she was kind of putting me onto these kind of vibes and letting me know there's a whole world out there, you know what I mean? Stuff, man. Yeah, like, that's it, yeah. In our that's school, you, we're very limited, because we're in the ends, but it's very limited in our thinking sometimes. Yeah, very uh, particularly back then. Back there. Yeah, yeah really. so it's like, you know how now there's so many different subsections and identities you could, someone can relate to in a sense. So, even though we're lonely, there's less of a chance of you being lonely in a sense because there's so many groups now where it's like you, you can somewhere. you can identify with. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you um, can be lonely, but you can't be alone. You know, like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That yeah, is yeah. the perfect way to say it. Yeah, 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 I'm glad you touched on that as well because so many people don't know the difference between loneliness and being alone. Like. Mm. You can be lonely in a packed room full of people. You can be lonely yeah. and your phone's blowing up all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. if you're not, like, clicking with people or connecting with people on the same wavelength, it doesn't matter. Like, there's a part of your spirit or, like, your soul and it just feels like it's not getting fulfilled. You get what I mean? Yeah. Oh, sure. So yeah. it's like, you can have your drinking buddies, but your drinking buddies, you can't talk to every day. And yeah. you can't do this with your drinking buddies every day and yeah, stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. Just, just have a general conversation about nothingness <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> it's true like you know i mean like i'm not from london um and when i moved here so I don't. yeah, can you not tell? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> see my tractor parked outside yo i love the bristol accent that was a poor attempt but yeah, was that what it, was? <laughs> it was a poor attempt i'm Jesus. not gonna lie i feel like even producers laughing at me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah literally like um when i first came here like you realize um, it's lots of cities really there's a lot of people running around but no one's giving each other like that time yeah, you know? yeah. so uh, it must be like you guys have grown up in London you've like seen it evolve has it been like use- this is for both of you mm. has it been 
useful having that base in London. You know, you can call home, you know, somewhere to like call your own, you know. Um, because I come down, I still feel a bit like a tourist, you know, an imposter, like mm. we were saying before. Well, you're part of the, of the financial now, I would say. How long have yeah. you been here now? I've been here, yeah, well, really like a year, if you're not, you know, had to go home mm. for the whole lockdown thing. Mm. But I was just coming up to a year at that point. Um, so yeah, let's just call it like a year altogether and everything. I'm starting to get, you know, still not used to those bike lanes, but like, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm getting used to it now. But what, yeah, the question basically is just like, you know, has it been useful when exploring different parts of London that you can do it with your, you know, your lads from sort of home and do it together, you know, whether it be coming to Brixton at the Shoreditch. Um, do you want to take it? Yeah, I mean, the thing, so the question you're basically saying like, is it good to, or is it easy to kind of get around London knowing that you have somewhere to go in London, like you're familiar with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're a Londoner. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is with London is like, there's so many different parts. London is so big Mm -hmm. that certain men from our ends have never been to Shoreditch. Yeah, really? Yeah, they don't leave the ends. Like they won't leave that. When we were growing up, South was like a no-go zone. We really? About South London. Mm. It's like, yeah. no one's going there. That's that's a madness. Like, what's South no London? Like, it's just hella <laughs> danger over there. That was that because, so, like, before social media as well. Yeah, this is before. Like, we're just hearing the stories of mad things going on. Yeah. And even though there's a mad stuff going on in Northwest, South always had a, a extra, like, filter of, like, yo, it's, it's dangerous over there. Don't go over there. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, the same with East as well. It's, like, East is a Jumanji in itself. Yeah, like, there's yeah. so much <laughs> mad happenings that happen. Yeah. But... These things happen everywhere in all corners of the city. There's mad stuff. I remember telling people stories about just stuff happen- happening to us when we was growing up in, in Northwest London. So even like a simple story, like the fireworks story. <laughs> Every year, like there's year fireworks is. popping off in History Corridor, for example. That's just a casual story to me. Mm, I told man. people outside of outside of London when I was at uni that story. They think I'm making it up, bro. Mm-hmm. They think, nah, you're lying. Like, Did you what? ever have anything crazy? To us, it's not even crazy, but like, when you speak it to other people, for example, yeah. So, is this a story you can tell on the pod or like? Yeah, yeah. Basically, every year, yeah, there's a corridor. <laughs> it happened, I don't know if it still happens bro, to like, this day, but... bro. It happened everywhere, in it, but yeah, like, yeah. there was this one particular corridor. One you corridor. You know, every year someone's gonna be bright. There's gonna be people walking past, and they're gonna set it off in that corridor, fam. It was the music slash history corridor. You would just okay. hear it like. Everyone's oh, ducking for that. In school. At school. Yeah. School. Damn. Yeah. yeah. They used to, used to have assembly sometimes. <laughs> They're like, corridor. And I, I was thinking like, like the alleyway in the street. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Get, like, <laughs> some Harry Potter shop, shit. Carrying yeah. shopping home. And then all of a sudden, yeah. they like, firework come yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't lie, man. Like, Diagon Alley or some shit like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I remember being in year eight. When the year sevens came, like, I fucking hate these guys. Man. Like, <laughs> they're so arrogant. Like, who the fuck do they think they are? School and I, and, like, it's that. funny because when you're in year seven, they're thinking about you as well. Like, yeah. it's just a funny cycle how it works, to be honest. But, That's um, it. Yeah, literally. Like, so, because then the question, I guess, is why Why is it like that here? Or where, when where the school we went to and the places in and around the area that we're from, why are we like this? I think that's like, just a rite of passage, I think, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. I almost feel like it's a rite of passage. It's just, it just has to happen. And I feel like that those kind of things, it might not be to the extremity of fistfights and stuff all the time. And obviously more used to happen with, in our schools and stuff sometimes. But um, I think it's just the ego thing. It's like mm. what I was saying to you on the way over here. Like when you walk into a new situation and you see the top dog, there's always going to be that person who's aiming for the top dog as well because they're like, yeah, yeah I want to prove I'm I'm Johnny Big Bollocks as well. Like, do you know what I mean? It's just going to happen. It just it's just yeah, a yeah. clash of egos, especially among men as well. Like, we just yeah. we just 
We're just yeah. egotistical sure. sometimes. You know what I mean? Do. It happens. I feel it probably does happen with women. Nature, yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it probably yeah. does it's happen probably with women as well. Yeah, 100%. Like, I think it happens in different ways with women, like, because our worlds are so different. I realized this with hindsight. Like, I've had a lot of female friends in my life, um, proper cool homegirls, and I've always had, like, the mandam as well. So I've always had a mixture of friends. And I didn't actually realize the difference of how we approach things until I got older and I kind of stepped away from everything and I fully was just like all right I'm gonna think for myself because obviously when you're in a community you start adopting and negotiating certain things obviously you have your strong morals and whatever but someone might tell you something like oh you shouldn't do this or you should go about things this way and stuff or we don't do this we consider people's feelings here and whatever and it's just the thing of um where was I going (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah I think like our worlds are so different just because like the way I might approach communication with like one of my homegirls might be different to the way she approaches communication. So I might be straight up say, don't do that. Like that's a prick move. And they'll be like, Mm. you don't have to say it like that. You know what I mean? Like, and it's just like, they take things differently. I think it's just a thing of, we need to understand each other more and stop trying to talk over each other and teach each other. Because I think no one's better than the other in terms of males or or females. I think it's just a thing of, we all have, we have a set role. Um, And that's not the, when I, when I say we have a set role, don't take that as me limiting you to, Oh, women have to be in the kitchen. And no, it's not that. I just think there's certain things women can do better. And there's certain things men can do better. For example, women are great at emotions. Men are terrible at emotions. <laughs> Talk to a girl after she's been heartbroken. Yeah, she's going to be in her bag a little bit, but she she's moving throughout her day and getting shit done. Mm-hmm. Talk to the mandem who's got their heart broke for the first time. Oh my God, it's just <laughs> a lot. For, and I'm reflecting on it even in myself in those moments as well when it's like, bro, we are so shit at handling our emotions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like we have no emotional IQ. And I yeah. think this is probably why they say girls mature faster than men as well. Sure. We are terrible at... at doing this i'm not gonna lie but that's yeah but that's i feel like that's like i don't know it might be just because of like how we've been brought up because i feel like yeah, we, we had a conversation or you've mentioned it in the past where mm. because <laughs> you've grown up with four sisters three sisters three sisters three sisters yeah. that you are more kind of in touch with that side yeah you I would say yeah. shout you yeah. this is it so 100 say like kind of growing up around females made me more i think it definitely improved my emotional iq growing mm. up because yeah. i i was I can definitely say I was one of the more sensitive lads in the group growing up mm. in high school and sixth form. Mm. But like, I remember always thinking that was a bad thing. Like if one of the lads, you know, insult, insulted thing, yeah. me in the common room, yeah. I, I, my feelings were hurt. And I was thinking, <laughs> my, I think my, I think my feelings were hurt. I've been like, I've been like, I've been like, I've been like, oh man, man call me like a, man call me a dickhead. What the fuck? Like, yeah. <laughs> but That's now, like, funny. but like, it's funny because now I can look back on that. And like, obviously the, my line of work, I, like, yeah. it's so important to be able to tune mm. in to, yeah, to exactly. offer yeah. that empathy with someone. Exactly. But sure. It was, good thing about my, like, how many like young lads, like, dads or grow up around like other lads and that who get told it's a sign of weakness that's what I'm saying but this is the thing because then it becomes a bit of a not a problem but like just a discrepancy because there comes a time where well not basically what happened is there'll be someone that grows up maybe tough dad Mm. Right. Mm. More most time if you got an African dad, it's long for you, innit? Mm. Realistically, it's long for you, yeah. Like anyone that has an African dad will attest to that. Anybody. Not, it's, real often, pain. it's real pain in his voice right now. It's not even PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, the thing is, is that you can speak to other people and I'm and I'm sure it's not just African parents, but 
No, nah, but I it's, it's a big, yeah. yeah. I can speak on that because I know. No, I was about to say, did you not hear my mum before this yeah, podcast? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that Irish, we'll that we'll, Irish blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll that. We'll so we'll come to this, we'll come to this. But So, because I know a lot of people that have African parents and they all can kind of have a similar kind of, um, I don't know, like Outlook experience and, yeah. in growing up in that kind of household where, especially if you're a guy, where you if you if you cry, you better not cry in it because yeah. it's long for you. Your dad will just get onto you for no reason. One time, my phone got nicked, and I got in trouble for it. I'm like, brother, I'm the one that got fucking. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's me that needs to. Yeah. And if you're but getting nah, onto me, yeah. why are you letting your phone get stolen, brother? That's my yeah. thing. You think like, I did this? I allowed this happen on purpose. Yeah. So it can't. Basically, what will happen is you're conditioned mm-hmm. to not be that type of way. And then it comes, then you might get into a situation with women and then you're not that type of way because that's how you are. Yeah. That's how you've grown up. Mm. And then you're not kind of like an emotional being or mm. your emotional IQ, as we just m- m- touched on, might yeah. be, for all the test purposes, low. Yep. Um, and then they go onto you because, oh yeah, you don't ever show no emotion, blah, blah, blah. And then it's a problem. Mm. But is that a problem or is that just how I am? I think it's a bit of both because some, I think you just have to know who you're dealing with, number one. But number two is it does create a fucked up discrepancy, as you said, because it it doesn't allow the man them to be able to, we're humans as well, we're allowed to feel in it. I think the only Mm. problem with it is because I'm not really a crier myself, fam. Mm. Like, like you say, it's funny because we're not, we're told not to cry in it subconsciously or consciously in some some cases as well. I don't even think about crying when shit goes wrong, bro. Mm. Unless like something's really mad happened. I broke. Mm. Like I ain't, bones, a, I ain't. F- and I didn't cry once. Mm. Do you get me? <laughs> I ain't scared yeah. to say a man's dropped tears, fam. Yeah, like yeah. I'm, I've dropped tears in the last five years. Mm-hmm. Like, and before that, I don't think I dropped tears since like I was a youth, bro. Mm. I've dropped tears like twice. I can recall mm. in the last five. No, three times I can recall in the last five years, fam. Like over real shit as well. Do you get me? Yeah. And. I didn't give a fuck at that point. Do you know why I didn't give a fuck at that point? Because, bro, I'm a human being and no one can tell me, bro, if anyone tries to take the piss out of me for crying, fam, mm. first of all, you ain't seen me cry, so it's calm, innit? Secondly, mm. I ain't a bitch, so that means I'm not crying over everything. Mm. Thirdly, I'm a human being, fam. Like, like you, Shy, I feel shit. Mm. I feel shit more than I'm supposed to feel shit. <laughs> like, there's a homeless Donnie out. When you we just sure outside Tesco, let's go today. <laughs> that's why I said, let me go buy you the thing. He mm. wants chicken and chips. Ah, bro, it's hurting my heart to see someone suffering, isn't it? Let mm-hmm. me go buy your sandwich. He just wanted chicken and chips. Yeah, right? yeah, He's not yeah. serious, isn't it? I can't help out there, innit? Yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, bro, like, it's funny that you said that. Like, because I used to think, am I wrong for feeling stuff as well because yeah absolutely i think you're wrong when you take things <laughs> personally but um yeah so, too much but i think you're allowed to feel and i feel like if you don't let the man don't feel if you don't say to your son your little bro whatever it's okay to feel in it and that's not necessarily crying but it's like it's just feeling yeah and to talk then, about that as well yeah with, with, and exploring that like, yeah. if but, you if you keep that trapped i'm telling you man you're gonna be fucked up in 10 years time well, or by the time you have kids like i like I used to do a lot like I used to cr- like, I was a real sensitive like child like so this is like Drake room right now then like everyone was just crying <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't <laughs> I had, no crying. like you mean six and I was just <laughs> I was crying no, basically we in the form when I went to like my new school when I moved from Lingshire to Shropshire and like we were yeah. there new form I was at a boarding school all the lads in my class and like we had like I think six different like personalities on the board mm. And like the teacher was like, right, three of you are in this category. 
this is what you need to improve on. Like they're trying to like make us like better people and all this kind of stuff. Mm. I'm the only one in the sensitive category. Mm. And at the time I was like, this is so embarrassing. Like, yeah. this is, but the older I've got, the more I've realized like they were just looking at that other side, like, you know, a bit more empathetic than everyone yeah. else. Yeah. You know, it made me able to connect with different people. Like I was always able to kind of like talk to different people in different ways, mm. which I notice even now, like some of my lad friends, when they don't know each other. Like my mates from uni and my mates from home when they like connect. Some of them don't know how to talk to one another yeah. because they're from such different ways of life. Yeah. You know, um, even like doing this like podcast with like you lads and everything. Like sometimes like I'm talking to you guys and like someone from home will be like, so what, what are you guys even talking about? At that? Like on that <laughs> podcast, what, what are you guys all saying? Like, and it's just like different ways, different levels of communication. Yeah. But yeah. It is that sensitive thing. But the older I've got, the more I've, held it in and as you were talking about like the bottling up i remember when i was like, like year 10 year 11 i drink mm. that's when it would come out you know i have yeah. a few too many drinks and bah, yeah. you know i'm yeah. breaking shit i'm smashing shit that's I'm going funny crazy. i had the opposite where yeah. like when i started drinking them time i'm drinking to get away from that shit so yeah. i'm just mm. on the vibes like when i'm drinking like 14 15 16 and shit i'm like i'm very much just trying to be in the vibes because it's distracting me from reality of yeah. me being sad it's funny because I had an interesting theory. I was talking to my one of my friends from uni about the effect, the long-term effect of like uppers and downers, basically. Mm-hmm. Particularly with uppers. Um, so like MDMA, because you know how it like messes with your dopamine. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think yeah. Coke does that as well, basically. Yes. That's what makes you feel like you're happier than you are, right? And I feel like, I feel like I want to think about how I word this. Basically, I feel like we were given these tools for a reason. I feel like everything we were given on earth can be used negatively or positively the only thing i can't really actually know cigarettes even has its purpose because in the war they used to smoke them to get rid of their appetite basically Mm. um so like back to mdma i feel like basically it's a shortcut to happiness right Mm. however when you're coming down you really feel that come down it's like a crash down and i feel like after you've like consistently done that definitely i feel like you start to become aware of how sad you are in your reality especially if you're using that to get away or using any substance to get away sure. it's, it's like minute, it's almost yeah it's escapism but you also but become you come back to reality and, you're yeah, like, and your you baseline become, is completely like skewed yeah, at that boom, point, it? boom exactly exactly you don't know you could think that you're being normal <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're being normal and you're actually doing the most fucked up shit yeah, <laughs> like yeah. i've seen it with my own eyes with people like like a month before you started doing like hard drugs like you was normal and then like after you started doing hard drugs it's like the way your mannerisms are like you just have no care mm. about certain things and it's like you i think you're just too aware that oh i'm i can't be this happy yeah like it's a moment you're always chasing that moment yeah, you're yeah, always yeah. chasing that moment of, of happiness again mm-hmm. that's why they call it recreation right mm-hmm. trying to recreate that high but i feel like like it makes you just super aware of how sad you are sometimes. So it's like, it's sad when I see it. Um, Cause it's happened with some people that I know as well. used to know um, where it's like, they're not the same no more after they started doing that shit because, mm. and it's been a, it's been a battle for them to kind of get back to grips. I, I wouldn't say I've done like, super hard drugs or like um, I'm an addict or anything. Like bro, <laughs> I just, I smoked weed for a lot. Like, for a long time sorry um a lot like pretty much every day at one point um i've tried like some uppers i think i've tried some down yeah i've tried some downers yeah, I'll call it downers. yeah like exactly exactly um yeah. just on the vibes things you get me and whatever but it's like even the amount i've tried is just on an experimental thing but i didn't notice like it does shift 
the way you think about things, the your mood, long term sure. and stuff. So it's like coming back to reality. I can sympathize with with addicts now in a sense of when they're trying to break that that habit and why the world's so weird to them. Yeah. Yeah. And it's almost it almost links back to what your original question was of of what's it like being a Londoner Mm. um and being in London now. Because obviously I went I went Southampton, um Southampton Solent specifically the university. Um and coming back to the ends was in 2018 was a huge adjustment. Mm. Um I used to come back a lot like 2014, 2015 after 2016 is when I started staying there more because I was working there more and just different situations and whatever. Mm. And um, when I came back in 2018 for good, like I, I'd changed, obviously, as you do, as you do. But like, it was hard adjusting back like for time, several like different reasons. Almost, yeah, yeah, bro. And you're coming back. Imagine there's cranes in the sky every day. There's new blocks being built, mm. new bus routes. Everything's just new. Yeah. You don't feel like you're at home no more. You mm. feel like an outsider almost as well. Mm. Cause you're kicking it with your homies from here, there, everywhere. And it's like, there's a difference. Mm. Like, even if it's unsaid, there's a difference mm. in the terms of, in terms of I've been articulating myself in a certain manner to be understood in this particular area. Yeah. Because wherever I go, whatever group I'm in, I have to make sure I'm understood. Exactly. Which means I have to change my dialect, my language and stuff like that. Adapt to... Yeah, it's, it's adaptation. Like, it's adaptation. Get, I don't get people who criticise that. Like, I really don't. Mm. It's a strength. It's a you know, skill. It's just skill. It's skill. Yeah. Because yeah. those people of the ilk, like, you have to be real 24-7. Da, 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 da. Yeah. But as, my, <laughs> as one of my main brethren told me, he's like, being the realist is overrated. As in like, and I think what he said, what he meant by that or how I took it was, you cannot be like, the realest person on earth, especially with every single person. Do you get what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. just be yourself. That's real enough. Exactly. It's better, to, it's better to connect to, like really connect to a few people. <coughs> exactly. Than connect to no one. Exactly. Yeah. And just be this bland thing. What do you exactly. reckon helps you like the most, like sort of, um, I'll give you an example. So like myself, for example, like, I find that when I'm at work in particular, mm. I still essence of, essences of like slang comes out when I speak to like, I mean, I mean like a team meeting and so. Yeah. And I've become a lot more consciously aware of it yeah. since being in this particular setting. What can, and, but I noticed that you're, you're quite articulate with your words. So like, what, what do you, um, what do you reckon has like helped you sort of like become that way? If, if anything. I've been doing yeah. this like my whole life. Like I was one of the people who could just go to different groups, bounce around and whatever. Mm. Um, it's not like I was everywhere, everywhere, but I just had my different main bases. Like, and it's You're the way I've set up my thing stuff. now is where it's like, I got my family over there. I got my family over here and I got my family over there. Like they're mm-hmm. all just as important to me, but they, the, the groups never mix. Um, mm. And I've always had to communicate in different ways and stuff like that. So I've just been practicing a long time. Okay. I've just also seen a lot of stuff. So traveling is important. Traveling is important, but I haven't had the opportunity to travel as much as I would like to. Oh, so I couldn't even say that was a factor in it. Obviously I've had dreams of doing it. So maybe mm. that's why as well, I was just getting ready. But sure. yeah, I yeah. think it's a thing of more like, um, I grew up in, in Neasden and the stuff that I used to see in Neasden, it just made me really from, from like the first 10 years, years of my life made me realize like, yo, there's more to the world than the ends. Mm-hmm. So, What's the J. Cole song? That, yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, sing it for us. Yeah, sing it for yeah. us. <laughs> You gripped that Maybe, mic. Look at that mic. was ready. Yeah. 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 I was like, I'm on my Simon Cowell right now. Yeah. Bro, what's yeah. the song, man? It's like, Niggas need to put a mask on just to get through the interview. Oh, I love that bit. Uh, that's, that's the yeah, only bit of the song I like. Folding profits. clothes. No, that's no, folding no. clothes. That's I the last minute of folding clothes yeah. and the only minute worth listening to of that song. 
Nah, that's not true. Yo, no, 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 no. I love J. Cole, but that is the only. Why is he talking about almond milk? I don't care that his girl's got him drinking almond milk now, bro. Like, I'm I'm happy for you that you're out of the hood and you're doing better things, man. Honestly, I'm really happy. Because I drink oat milk now. I've been drinking oat milk for the last, like, five years. I'm never going back to that kale milk, bro. But, bro, you didn't need to tell me for three minutes that you're folding clothes for your girl and you're liking the process of becoming this kind of guy. Like, okay, cool, cool. Well, niggas from the hoods is the best actors? Mm -hmm. Give me that shit. Like, bro, I reel up that minute of the song because it's... It's so powerful, bro. Yeah. It's so powerful. But, um, but that's basically what it is. Like, you have to kind of, basically, from early, we've kind of known, or not, I guess you, you could call it knowing, but what, I don't really know if it's a noting or like you just assume. But like, we have to do more to get to the same positions that 100%. The, uh, other people don't have to work as hard for. Because mm. if we go to an interview and we speak the way we do amongst ourselves, yep. they're mm. not going to give us that job. Let's yeah. be real. Yep. They're not going to do it. So we have to kind of learn. And it's not like we don't know how to articulate ourselves. And maybe at the time when we're a bit younger, we don't have the skills nor the experience to kind of put our, our thoughts not. into words in Definitely a way not, that yeah. makes sense in a corporate environment. Maybe. Mm. And I feel like some people will never get that skill down perfectly, but I don't think mm. anyone really does. Mm. Right. Like, there's some people that are a bit better than others. That's just yeah. natural yeah. intelligence, education, whatever. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> you just kind of have to, I worked on trains for first class for like Paddington to fucking Southwest England for time. Yeah. You know, everybody, you, yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. We, we know the struggle, bro. <laughs> from, yeah. Start from the bottom. From like four in the morning on the way. Nah, nah, nah. The way this guy would describe work sometimes. Brother. In fact, yeah, he, would, used to, he used to come to some motive sometimes, like with drinking. Like, yeah, I got work and like, <laughs> it's long, innit? And we ain't uh, even at yard, like, there's no bed situation as well. I don't brand. know how we're getting yard. And this guy, yeah, I got work and like, but, four yeah, hours, so hours, I, hours. I didn't enjoy one minute of it. Maybe like for the first two weeks, I was like, oh, I'm going places, but after that, like, <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know what it is? It's when you get in that, because that was your first job. Yeah. So when I got my first job around the same times as well, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm making money. Like, yeah, no one can chat it. to me, man. I'm yeah. doing whatever. And yeah. I'm spending the money on dumb shit as well. Yeah. Well, not dumb shit. I'm just spending so, the money on going out with different groups and whatever yeah, yeah. so I'm thinking yeah it's lit but yeah. then you realise you get older and you're like this is a lot yeah mm. well my point is basically in that si- in that setting mm. um, basically everyone that was on those journeys was middle class yeah. mm. so me being from where I'm from quickly I had to kind of adapt to that kind of mm. setting of customer service and all this other stuff for sure mm. and then that kind of helped me a little bit understand settings of work and how to kind of be in those things so for that it's a positive mm. um but it's difficult if you don't get that experience early to kind yeah. of like then adapt yourself to be good in these situations mm. so it's like that's a hundred percent fact because yeah. if i wasn't introduced to so many different cultures for example exactly. when i was young high school would have been a culture shock to me yeah because by the time we're in high school there's so much of an influx of arabs more asians mm. more somalis more everything whereas yeah. like 10 years before that our high school was mainly just indian and black uh yeah. that, that was the main demographic so they'll make up like 75 percent exactly of people, yeah. bro like for a lot of people i know for a fact for a lot of people in our in our high school when they went uni is the first time yeah, they're they seeing were. a wave of right white people. Yeah, like hundred like percent. Yeah. Like the only reason why I was like, it's not so much of a culture shock to me, and it still was. I'm not gonna lie. But the only reason why I wasn't so much is because I used to have a brethren uh, who stayed in Luton, so I'd go up there like 
sometimes on half term summer and whatever just kick it for like a week or something mm. just go to the party I was, I was the i was the only other black guy mm. <laughs> there was like there was like there was like four black guys in that crew mm. obviously there's more black guys in luton that we meet and whatever but in terms of the main crew that we was hanging around i think that was like four or five black guys mm. so it was like I'm like almost like a novelty when I'm going to these parties. And they're like, <laughs> you get, I don't even know half these people. I'm yeah. getting invited to these parties and shit, drinking or whatever. It's lit. But um, fucking, that's how I'm kind of just, that's why it wasn't such a, a mad culture shock because I'm yeah. being introduced to so many different kind of characters and peoples and cultures and whatnot. Mm. Um, that it kind of just set me up. And well, like I said, I had traveling yeah. aspirations anyway. Yeah, and so. it goes back to what you were saying about like tra- traversing around London. Yeah. Like, London's such a multicultural yeah. city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you get about London, you're mm-hmm. going to come into contact with so many different people from so many different places mm-hmm. that you're going to learn how to converse with these different people. So for example, if you're speaking to someone that's from East who's like Indian, they speak a certain way mm-hmm. and you learn how that is and you get into grips with that. So mm-hmm. then when you come into a situation with another person that's similar, you now know how to navigate that situation. Yeah, that's, and a, yeah, that's a good it's point. Because yeah, have so, you ever had it where like you're trying to help someone, whether it's at a job or just on the road and the person who who's asking you for help or directions cannot speak fluent English and mm. they've got um, a bit of an accent and it's a struggle to understand them. Mm. Yeah. Some people, right? I used to think that everyone's just like me. You just be patient, trying to understand what they're saying. No, some people will just laugh them off or like... Be really rude about it. Yeah. And be like, something like F off or yeah. whatever. Yeah, and it's because of their, <laughs> their lack of ability to try and even bridge that gap yeah. and communicate. Because there's more than empathy, one way to communicate. You know, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Having an understanding that people... Are from different backgrounds have different experiences and especially if that's the most interesting um aspect of humans i think yeah, yeah. Like i think that's something which mm. should be like celebrating the thing again right you know yeah, what I'm like yeah everyone's from somewhere somewhere everyone's, everyone's living their, their own story. different movie yeah, everyone's got their yeah, own. yeah did you ben did you did, did you find london to be quite a culture shock i imagine i don't know for a fact certain but i imagine shropshire is, is quite a predominantly white area i don't know <laughs> no not at all <laughs> no, <laughs> no it's not <laughs> no it's, oh. it's kind of so dumb <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> no, 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 no. Are you gonna say and, and say that you genuinely didn't think Shropshire was a dominant, predominantly white area? Are you gonna? Say, is that what you're no, saying? No, I did think that. Okay, yeah. cool. So you saying. just said that you thought that it was. He's oh, no, 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 yeah, it was. It was crazy. Um, but I don't know how to like describe it. I've always been very engaging and, you know, kind of take it all in at once. And I love that kind of uh, aspect of it. When like when I moved to London um, into the Notting Hill house, um, like, I was the only, you know, <laughs> white guy in, in mm. the house. But I never said that to anyone because... <laughs> <laughs> because like why would why would yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you know and then like yeah. I've never seen it like that and like um James uh who I think you've met a friend who I used to work with at the bar oh yeah yeah um good lad give him a little shout out and um when he came over and he like met like kind of met everyone in the kitchen and everything mm. he was like he even asked me he was like how come you um you know never mentioned it like all that kind of stuff Really? Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was like, oh, you know, but he, he was just like, that's, he was like, that's, that's a friend, friend. No, he, man. he was like, ask you that. He was like, that's, you know, not many people would do that. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. And, oh, yeah. From where you're from, yeah, considering the Especially context. like, you yeah, know, yeah. we used to, and like, but I still we, do we're find from that, we're from that like sort of place in the UK where you have the one token black guy at school. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and they're, 
the whitest guy there. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, so I is, really hate my that. Customers like, warranted that. My customers warranted yeah. that. My customers warranted that. Why were you laughing there? No, your <laughs> question was <laughs> warranted. No, no, no. no. Your <laughs> question was... We will be taking a short break. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, you said, yeah. Yeah. Do you... Is Shropshire not predominantly white? Oh, man. I was... Okay. Is that what I said? Basically, yeah. I'll go back and find it in but, it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> listeners. But, like, anyway, I, so, I got confused. So, so kind of <laughs> like... <laughs> to, to, to sum it up, when I moved from Lincolnshire to Shropshire and I went... Started going to a private school. Yeah. There was a... Ooh, there was a school. There was a change then. You know what I mean? I went from being at state school grammar and, like, mm. to being in private school. I remember my first day we're walking in and people were talking about their summer holidays and in a different way. And like, and I, I was like, piss me off, man. And, yeah. I, and I was just like, whoa, okay, I've got to change the, you know, the way I approach these guys. And, you know, even when I'm with them now, my friends, I speak in a, a lot different way. Yeah. When I'm with you guys, I speak in a totally different way. Mm. Um, so when I came to London and I got into that household and these guys were Labrook Grove, you know, these guys are proper, like, they thought, you know, they looked at me and they were like, this is just a posh white guy. I yeah. was like, <laughs> I was like, I need to change a little yeah. bit, not change, but adapt. Yeah. And, you know, if I want to connect with these guys and I mm. do, you know, and they had some good stories and I'm glad I got to know them. Mm. And it's just Don't say change. Cause like, I feel like that's well, got that, a negative yeah. connotation. Yeah. Adapt, I feel like I adapt is yeah, the correct yeah. word and just bridging so. the gap because that's what they had to do that on their side as well. It's like, yeah, yeah, for sure. when I've been around like, um, white groups, for example, mm. um, like there's, they take, some people take the time to understand my culture and my world a little bit more, little bit more and I do the same for them. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I learned so much about like white <coughs> culture at uni. Do you get me? Like yeah, there's, absolutely. I didn't even know there's a thing called st- steak and blowjob day. I don't know if that was specific <laughs> to these set of white people. Oh, uh, steak and blowjob day. Is that <laughs> I don't know if that's specific yeah, to that, I've, those I've, set I've of people. That Breffin- Every yeah. third Friday of the month. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> though, like, yo, I'm yeah, not yeah. going to lie. That's a part of British culture I'll take in my marriage. Like what? Every Friday, yeah, that's what you got to do for me, love. Yeah, that's it. Uh, <laughs> but no, there's just so much. That was the worst example I could ever think of. <laughs> but it's actually the funniest, and that's why it's in my head because I was there, like, what? This is a thing. So yeah, yeah. Like, and they're looking at me like I'm weird because I don't know what the fuck this this is, bro. Nah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I chat to anyone in the ends about this story, and they're like, "What? You're making this shit up?" Bro. No, it's a thing. <laughs> no, though, genuinely, bro. There were so many moments at uni alone where I'm like, "Yo, I feel so fucking isolated. Like, what the mm, fuck's going yeah. on? I don't know what's going on, fam." But the thing is, it's one of the things you hear about, but I don't know any man who who, who partakes in that. Don't try it, bro. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm doing. I'm doing. <laughs> What, what? Joking, no, joking, but what are you joking, expecting though? Like, what are you expecting your mate Bill to be like, yeah, steak and blowjob day, yeah, she really did me yeah, train that day. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think yeah, anyone's yeah, gonna yeah, share yeah, that but... anyway. Do you get me? Like, uh... I'm not anyway. Do you get me? That's between me and wife. Do you feel me? Like, <laughs> why don't you think I can, can do this podcast on Fridays, mate? Stick with <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, literally. Anyway, I think that's a perfect time to take a little break there. Anyway, yeah. join us back after the break. Welcome back to the You Think You Know podcast with me, Benjamin Williams. Derek thinks. And Shy from Young Black Psych. And we've also got the special guest today. What up, Samari people? How you doing? Here we are, here we are. So I hope you've enjoyed the first half as much as we have. Um, we want to delve a little bit deeper. So uh-huh. said you went to Southampton. Yep. So what were you studying there? Uh, English literature and media studies. I actually started off doing a journalism course. Um, and I realized like halfway through, 
uh, this is disagreeing with my like spirit, like my integrity. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be, number one, but just number two, the line of work in itself. There's so many different sectors you can get into. So I wanted to do like documentaries and broadcasts, but just in general, the way you'd have to work up in that system, didn't want to do it, lost the passion for it. And I just feel like the Daily Mail, for example, are just like the empire from Star Wars. So I just want no parts in that world, even if it's freelance. I don't want to work for them. So yeah, that's why I switched to English and media because I thought I love English. I love media. I still want to be the most resourceful resourceful person in the 21st century because I do a bit of editing. Like I was saying, I was into website building a little bit, just Mm. into Photoshop a little bit, but mainly music and filming and stuff was my my gig. Yeah. So when you were at um, uni, and were you feeling like, were you doing a bit more of the writing? Were you doing a bit of the music? Definitely yeah. the music. Actually, I started off, I think my first blogs came from that first year of uni when I was on the journalism course, because they suggested we make a blog. Nice. So that was my first ever blog. And then that's when people realised, oh shit, Amari's actually articulate and can put words together. Like, yeah. I think mm. everyone just thought I was a dumbass. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm being serious <laughs> because even to this day, fam, people are like, oh my God, like they're so shocked that I can put words together. Like It's kind yeah, of yeah. funny actually. I just mm. take it like with a pinch of salt. But um, I was definitely into music because my friend Aziz, he was telling me to shout download Fruit Loop. Yeah, shout out my brother Aziz every time. Um, he was telling me to download Fruit Loop Studio. This was in 2014. And when I was in my halls in particular, I wasn't really, at that point, I wasn't really cool with anyone in my halls. Um, I'd have like a couple friends on my floor and stuff and a couple friends on like different floors and whatnot. Mm. But I wasn't living the halls life in my specific halls, the way like all my neighbours were in, in the sense of everyone's just socialising with everyone there. And, and yeah. I'm, I'm very much me where it's like, I just find my people basically. basically. So I was going over to different halls there, just hanging out with everyone, anyone that I can just vibes with basically. Yeah, nice. Mm. Um, but yeah, during when like when I was in my room and stuff, before I'd go out or come up, come home from uni or whatever, if I went, because um, <laughs> that is an important thing to add. Yeah, no, it's an important thing to add. Still, I was out living reckless. <laughs> I was out living reckless. I think the first lecture on Freshers Week that I showed up to. I was like an hour late because <laughs> I was hungover and I didn't know where to fucking go. Yeah. <laughs> As it happens, there was another girl on the same boat. So we just sat next to each other and we just pure, we formed the like purest vibe still. Like she's <laughs> from Bristol as well. Like if I, if I run into her now, it's all love genuinely because she's just a genuine person. But um, yeah, the music definitely started from there. I just started making beats. Nice. I was just making beats. Um, not with the intention to put out music, mm. just making beats because I like music. Hobby, and yeah, yeah mm. it's just something I like doing. It was, it became addictive, mm. and I was on Fruit Loops demo, so you know, yeah, I'm addicted too. because I'm I can't even save the beats I'm working <laughs> on. My yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my laptop is mm. staying on. I don't even think my laptop turned off that year <laughs> because I can't work on a beat. <laughs> I can't save it and then open it up again. It's got to be like you get it done in this one session yeah. otherwise it's gone if your computer locks off now that's it start a new one I lost so much music <laughs> I remember Man. in the first two years of doing this shit as well it's happened to me a few times even even at the start of this year I lost all my music basically so I've had to start again from January essentially um, I built up quite a a vault again of different kind of music and stuff but forever stuff is kind of lost now and it's just cool you just move on from it you know so mm. It's a great. It's been a great process. I can't lie. Yeah, nice. The whole thing is interesting because I'm kind of a similar boat. Whereas, like, to begin with, I'm like, I right, could. These are the people that I'm living with. Oh god. And so by force, I have to vibe with you. 
Mm. No, nah, like, it don't even have to be by force, yeah. you know. <laughs> and it was like, after like a couple of months, maybe, I'm like, you know what, you lot ain't even my portion. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, do you know what fucked me up in, in, in uni, yeah? Mm. When we applied for uni and had to start getting accommodation, I didn't know that there was multiple pages of accommodations. Oh, no. So, <laughs> so I, I thought... These five of the first page yeah. was all that you could pick from. Oh, you so I picked the best one of that five pages, not knowing there was Gill Street, Gill Street, yeah. South Byron, yeah. all these other places. What did you must say? Byron, Byron it? yeah. yeah. Byron. So I, was like, was, I was, was in Block C, he was in Block E. I the lit li- accommodation. Oh, yeah, you were Block C, yeah, of course. Of course. This guy used to oh, yeah. come up to you know my flat, man. But these times I was in Blenheim, some off ends place, yeah. It wasn't off off ends, but it was like. A ten minute walk. What was it called? Yeah, but so you yeah, know, for yeah. Trentman, did, did you go to the open day and pre the halls or nah? I can't even. I don't even remember. Blood. Uh, no, I know for a fact. I hundred percent did not do that. Yeah, uh, yeah. No? I went to the uni. I think I did. Still, I didn't go to the halls. Yeah, I don't think I went to the halls. I think I went to the uni. Oh, okay, but I saw all the halls in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So where did you stay? <laughs> Blenheim. Blenheim. Oh mm. yeah, I know. Is that is that is that uptight? What do you mean? It's one of the private halls. Boring and private and. It's like basically it was madnessestrous because we were so away from everyone else. See on walk you gotta get bus. Yeah, but we had party oh. buses to 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 raise basically. Yeah, that, yeah, so that yeah, was yeah, that yeah, was yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Everyone had the little chant, whatever. You obviously man no matter. Come on, what's your chant? Don't worry about it. You gotta tell me off air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we're insert <we're> now. <laughs> but um, so yeah, it was it was um, so. But I'm seeing man in Byron groceries. They're living life. Yeah. These times I'm off ends, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm dealing with the people in my halls that I don't even fuck with. So my first <laughs> year of uni, the, the first, the second, maybe, or maybe the, the second two thirds, or the, how did, is that how you say it? The, What's the second? Two thirds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever, man. The second you know what third, I guess. The second, the two thirds towards the back. You got it right the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, was, was dry because I didn't fuck with these people. And mm. I'm, I'm, I'm so off ends from, we had to go one mad hill, like, yeah. this steep yeah. every day. And then walk into lectures. I was not on it. But, yeah. So speaking on, you know, like, vibes and with your horse people, mm. it's like, it's a lottery in a sense where it's like, yeah, you just don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. So, so should you force the relationship where, because mm. this is where you are and you can find similarities and commonalities and, and common don't interests. Don't force nothing, man. That's what I'm saying. So, but then people used to get onto me, like, oh, bear auntie, this, this, rare tear, tear, because I was always in my room just vibes in. Mm. Bro, people used to do that to me. People used to make up like stories like, and bro, I remember one one house, yeah. I don't I fuck with any of them to this day. I don't talk to none of them. Yeah, I don't like, care. Same. One house that I live with, genuinely, bro. Like, I would be, I used to be such a floater. Like, obviously, I've carried it from high school and stuff. So I'm in and out the yard. I'm going to different people. I'm going to link different people, just living the rockstar lifestyle <laughs> with, a, with a student's wallet, I guess. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and um, I remember I used to be in and out of the house. Sometimes I get in the house, people were like, Oh, where are you going? Where am I going? I've just come back. I've been gone the whole day. You lots <laughs> have just been smoking weed, doing nothing all day. Like, yeah. like I've actually been doing shit. Do you get me? Mm. But they didn't know I was in and out. The same thing in halls as well. Like, it's funny that you say don't force it because my mum dropped me uh, to halls, obviously, when I first gone to Southampton. Yeah. I think that's the only time she ever actually actually came as well. Mm. Um, and uh, I went to the kitchen to just go put some of my pots and stuff away, find the cupboard and whatnot. And my mum came with me. My sister was still in the room. I introduced myself to someone there. 
I don't even know if they remember this story as well, but I don't even chat to this person anyway. So if they hear this, fuck them. <laughs> but I went to I went to the kitchen, go introduce myself. Hi, my name's Amari. Offer my hand to shake. He's got his mug of tea and he's just looking at me. I swear to God. I swear to God. I'm my mom's like, mug, you know. we went back <laughs> to the show. <laughs> no, I didn't even care. I was just like, yo, okay. What? This is the That's vibes. Dead. All right, cool. Like, it's going to be a bit of a sticky one. I was thinking this is going to be harder than I thought. Mm. I'm meeting more people now as the day goes on. Because I was also the last one to move there mm. on my floor. Meeting more people now. I'm just getting engaged. There's a few safe people um, straight away. Like a couple boys from Reading. Shout out Rezzy, shout out Luke. Um, they really just like made me feel at home straight away. Mm. Um, my neighbor who was opposite me, uh, even though some weird shit happened with him, he was always just cool with me as well because he was from Watford. So he kind of just got me a little bit more than mm. these guys from Kent and X, et cetera. Um, and then one of my other neighbors who's from East London, him, me, him. So his name's Elson, Rez, uh, Harry and Brendan. Those two are from Stevenage. We just used to have our own little like link up basically on the floor. So imagine the floor is like 40 people and they're cool with the whole floor pretty much as well. Mm. At that point I wasn't, but we would just go out and do our own thing some mm. nights if they're not out with everyone else. So it was, it was cool. Cause I, I, could, I had those in my halls, but then I also had my own friends in other halls and stuff like that as well. Mm. It's funny because these lots didn't rate me. Like the white boys didn't rate me at all. Mm. Like as in, they just thought I was a weirdo. Cause it's funny. I was coming home from uni a few times and sometimes I'd just be walking home with girls, wouldn't it? And they'd just, just be walking home. One guy was like, you're punching. Oh, I was right. like, this oh. is funny, fam. I'm not even trying to flirt with her. If anything, she's following me home. She wanted yeah. to... So it's like, but I don't take that personally. It's just funny. It's just mm. funny. So it's just, people have these expectations, reservations or whatever, just of, of your appearance or how you are because you don't want to negotiate or assimilate into the culture the way that they have. Because they were putting up bang charts and stuff. Which is often, oh, yeah, obviously yeah, typical yeah. lad culture, yeah. but I'm from Northwest London, fam. I'm a very that. private guy, and we just that. don't do fuckery like that. Do you get me? We yeah. might just talk about it with the mandem or whatever, but it's not really like we're not yeah, set corny. up. Like, we're we're about vibes. Mm. Like whereas I met a lot of people that were going out specifically, like yeah, if I don't go out and if I don't pull today, then it's a failure. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. fam. First of all, you're putting pressure on yourself. And that's toxic. Yeah, you know? that's you're putting real pressure on yourself. Any of that culture, it, it's that's the why vibes, I, bro. It's the I vibes, know, I get bro. it. I hear you. And I understand it's this. Like, like, I understand. We had a conversation where you can understand something, but not agree with it. Like, you know what I'm saying? No, 100%. 100%. I'm, I'm, I'm saying I'm all about the vibes, as mm. in I'm not planning to do shit when I go outside. I'm going out because I want to have a good time. Do you yeah. get me? And if mm, I get yeah. some good shit out of it, then fantastic. So it. Yeah. Which is usually what's going to happen if I'm in the smoking area, come midnight, waved off my fucking nut. And I'm just seeing pretty girls to the left, to the right, to the left, to the right. And I'm just there like, yo, have you got a light on? This before I even smoked. I'm like, <laughs> have you got a light on? Yeah, conversation starts. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, to the, to the youngins, go to the smoking area, man. Just, even if you don't smoke, you don't, don't feel like you have to smoke as well because yeah, I didn't yeah, smoke. Yeah for like the whole year. And in fact, the only reason why I started smoking is because I just started budding more. So like when I couldn't pick up weed, I was just like, I need, I need, yeah. you get me? Mm. Just bring a lighter. That's all you need. All you mm. need is a lighter. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and have your A game ready because that lighter is the introduction to many great things. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> you get it back as well. Sure you get it back. Yeah, 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 man. <laughs> <laughs> it's mad that like, it's mad hearing that experience from like Southampton. Like I've been a couple of times. Obviously, no have you ever been jesters? 
No, 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 no. It's more like a little day trip here and there. Um, Next time you're there, go Chester's. Chester's, yeah. <laughs> it's not a good. It's not a good club before. Let me run that down. Recommendation. <laughs> Chester's. If you Google it, at one point was the worst club in the UK. No way. Man. I think Pop World overtook it couple of years Pop back. World. Yeah, there's a place called Pop World. Damn, all right, well, they're both getting a little I think busy. I remember seeing like these places, you know, like on the, the tab, which mm. used to be like the student, <laughs> student <laughs> newspaper, yeah, thing. Yeah, newspaper yeah. thing. Yeah, I remember like the like top, like un- top university nightclubs and whatnot. And like, yeah, that's just yeah. students. That's the students yeah. trying to get yeah. columns and shit. Yeah, mm. man, they're selling dreams on that yeah. one. Like, like, first of all, even for people that are like about that life, like as in the pop life and I don't know in it like you listen to Atomic Kitten and shit like that yeah I just feel like even for you that club is very corny fam so imagine I've gone in there twice in my life fam Mm. and I've not started off in there it's been like oh fuck I'm with these lots and they want to go in there Cool, I'm trying to get laid, so I've got to follow this thing. Here. You get me? I'm not. Gonna, I'm going to be straight up with you, fam. Yeah. Otherwise, I have no point. But the, one of the times I went in there, there's a mechanical ball. No, I swear to God, it was so fucking funny. <laughs> Putting drunk people with a with a mechanical ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just entertainment, man. It's just yeah. entertainment, man. My dumbass would have been on that ball straight away. I would have been like, Woo, I was up? tempted. I was tempted, and then I realized who I am yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like cheese rooms yeah, I cannot stand I can't stand cheese cheesy rooms, rooms but you know what's bad you know what's bad Oceana and Prism and them places exactly yeah. I yeah. cannot get me out the, of it when I light up dance floor I'm leaving yeah. immediately facts facts, immediately facts. facts. but you know what the funny thing about that is yeah every once in a while you will spot a gem like yeah. a rocket in the fucking cheesy room <laughs> mm. yeah. and you're just, just about it like you're just like okay yeah, I don't six, know why you're in here yeah, you yeah. should be there but there's no competition so I'm here yeah. <laughs> and you are as well <laughs> like all these other guys I don't rate they <laughs> <laughs> sure you know you're doing the cha-cha <laughs> 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 you're couple times to the right a few too many times <laughs> a couple times a couple times um, um, oh, a man whose name I shall not mention but his song Ignition came on and I felt like I was in my element because that's one of the only songs where I'm like, okay, there's a bit of like rhythm and soul in this yeah. one. Yeah, I mean, but I feel built. I feel bad because even then I knew he was a dickhead, did it? Like yeah. we've known that he was like that for time. Yeah. Like people the black want, community have known he was. People like didn't want to believe it, but yeah. nah, how can you not believe it? People when didn't video- want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There's video evidence, man. Like yeah. from time we've known for a long time, he was pissing on that little girl. That's mm. why no one's cared about him since I believe I can fly in the black community anyway. Yeah. But how do you feel about it when people talk about? Um, some people say like when R. Kelly's music comes on Brother, no I'm just going to hit real quick, real quick though just <laughs> talking ask. about it like when people uh, his music comes on people are like nah turn it off turn it off like can you, do you as an artist mm. do you feel like you can separate the artist from the music <laughs> and appreciate the music or do you find that it's like a, a, it's a cancel, cult, cancel everything kind of thing it's interesting that you should ask me this because on the way here I was joking to myself like cancel culture is such bullshit <laughs> um, I think when people do serious things like that you just don't want to listen to them anyway. Do you get what I'm trying right, to say? Yeah, it's like, yeah. you just don't want to. It's it's just a fundamental. When it comes to art and people in their personal lives, I can compartmentalize. It just mm. depends on what they've done. Um, but I also start to think like, a lot of the best artists have got some fucked up shit going on. Mm. I don't know whether it's because they all share a commonality of like isolation and just really working towards the art. Because a lot of the elite artists they were like really just working on their art. Do you get what I mean? So they their social life has been cut off at certain points. They're kind of fucked up in so many yeah, different yeah. ways mm. that they might not even understand until they start making music. Um, so it's interesting because cancel culture is like, I was thinking when I left the house, it's kind of funny that 
or I kind of like that cancel culture is such bullshit because if it was real, who would be left to listen to? Mm, <laughs> like, yeah. like the world would literally just be K-pop, Taylor Swift, and I think that's it. Do you get what I'm trying to say? <laughs> yeah. No, because I genuinely think, uh, just keep it like this, every human in the world has at least one skeleton or one bone in their closet. Do you get yeah. what I mean? Mm. Um, it's not going to be like as severe as R. Kelly. Yeah. But yeah. Who was I, that other artist recent in the news? Was Octavian. it Octavian? Octavian. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I saw that. So people yeah. like him, for example, as well, in what he's involved in. Yeah. I think his album's meant to be coming out, but he's been dropped by his yeah, label. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't lie. Fuck Octavian, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, him. fuck Octavian, fam. Yeah. And I feel like that's why... That's why I wrote that blog post about toxic, um, toxicity. How do you say that word? Toxicity. There we go. And accountability. <laughs> yeah, you know how certain words just trip you up. Oh, for sure, man. Yeah. Due, have, due diligence is another one. Due diligence. Due I have to say it like three diligence. times. Due diligence. Due diligence. But um, yeah. fuck him because that's a very good example of someone who probably didn't realize 100% how toxic they were. I think they realized how toxic they were. I think everyone knows that you're not supposed to hit women, for example. Yeah. So it's just a basic fundamental. But even just raising your hand to anybody, that could be a woman to a man as well. You're mm-hmm. asking for trouble if you raise your hand to someone. It's unacceptable. Sure. Mm-hmm. Don't be doing that. But number two is, he had issues yeah. that he needed to solve. Mm. You shouldn't be in relationships if you cannot control your emotions or if you cannot handle your insecurities. Because I've read over some of those texts, those screenshots. Mm-hmm. He's like, what? All right, it's 24? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nigga was sounding like he was 14. Like, yeah, oh, man. don't go out in that dress. Like, then shut up, bruv. Yeah. Your girl's hot. That's why you're with her. Like, if you don't trust your girl, why are you in a relationship with her? Yeah, sure. I get it. I do get it. When you're on, when you're in those situations, it's hard because especially when you have intense emotions, it's a power yeah. trip as well. you don't know how you're going to react to certain things. In fact, I feel like some people realize how much they like people. Mm after talking to them or after getting with them and then something bad happens it's like oh I didn't like that shit oh I really like her but in his case he's just an idiot because he was just insecure like she said something along the lines of um, I was wearing this dress when we first dated he was like yeah because I was with you like what is that? Yeah. What is that, man? Mm. Come on, man. It's poor. It's actually poor. It's and tapping. I can't lie, like, Very reading tapping. over that situation, mm. I've never put hands on a woman, yeah? Mm-hmm. But reading over that situation just made me think of my toxic traits and mm. the way I might dismiss certain things or the way I might handle certain things or... Yeah, like, it's mainly dismissing with me, I think, because I don't really, like, lose my temper with things I have on a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um especially if the things have been shouting at me, or I should say women actually, sorry to, to the Queens out there, especially if a woman's been shouting at me and I felt like, yo, this is, I can't tolerate this disrespect. I've had to just kind of just pattern the situation. Yeah. But um, in general, I just think like, we just have to do better. Mm. We as men have to do better. And then we as humans have to do better. I think we as men have to do better. And it's tough for us because the plight of men doesn't get talked about enough. But I think we as men have to learn how to, take things on the chin a little more and it sounds unfair in it, but we know who our counterparts are as in women, right? We know mm. they can be emotional about different things. And we also know certain things that they care about. We might not care about, or it might not come to our head straight away. So, sort of thing. We have to, and we just have to take that time to bridge the gap and try and understand each other. I feel like, yeah. and communicate and find a way to communicate with each other. Mm. I also think like the narratives that get pushed on Twitter, for example, and mm. social media are, are so toxic and the worst thing is yeah you'll meet people in the real world that are getting their fucking like references from twitter yeah if you're talking to me about twitter things yeah like in real life i'm i'm telling you 
I'm not here for it, innit? Like, I'm zoned out of the conversation. <laughs> if you're, if you're, like, main thing of life is, like, or your main references for life are from Twitter, mm. drop me out, innit? I'm not there, innit? Because that place is sheep leading sheep, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Why the fuck am I listening to anyone on Twitter, <laughs> bro, you, bro? About dumb shit. Bro, bro, Twitter will make you think cranberry juice is nasty, you know? <laughs> cranberry juice is the litest thing ever, fam. It's just dumb things like that, innit? Yeah, no, yeah, but it's promoting no. toxic... Like, yeah, toxic, yeah, bro. Yeah, because yeah. honestly, yeah, you, like, like, you'll see bare shit of, like, people getting cheated on or this, that, and the other. And then that's when it's like, men are trash, men are trash, men are trash, men are trash. Yeah. And I can't lie, when men are trash was first about, yeah, I just ducked it, in. I don't care because I ain't trash, innit? And even now, I'm the same way. I don't care, innit? But what I started to realise is, because I got a niece. She's six years old. I got another niece as well who's four years old. Mm. And I feel like partly responsible for being like I've got to show them a good male role model in it because mm. their dads aren't in their lives like that basically and um I start thinking of these poisonous narratives like especially when I have female like I have homegirls that really reflect some of these things that they see as well men are trash men are like this da, 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 da. it's like no you're getting like warped into like yeah, a fake world it's yeah, almost yeah. like a what do they call it so, uh, a chamber it. what do they call Echo it a chamber What's it called? Echo chamber. Yeah, boom. Because they mm. said that for the election. It's an echo chamber. You're just like meeting the same thoughts, coming across the same negative thoughts all the time, which is warping your thinking, mm, yeah. which is warping how you interact with people in the world. Social media is a business like, platform, basically, right? It just keeps regurgitating the same Exactly. Yeah. The things that it thinks you like because it's trying to get your attention. Yeah, That's how yeah. they make money. That's exactly it. Like, I think... Um, one of the most dangerous things about it at the moment, I can't remember if uh, Matt and Will from Adverts said it, but the thing is you can find yourself in a space on the internet where you believe something to be true, which mm-hmm. isn't, and surround yourself with people who also believe that, mm-hmm. but it isn't fact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you spiral into it and go deeper and deeper and deeper until you are 100% committed Embedded in to it. that ideology. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You only have to look at like Flat Earth and other things like that. <laughs> exactly. Way, which is... 5G theories. That um, was another one. Yeah, yeah, and I see guys and girls posting all this stuff on Instagram stories, you know, telling me that I'm wrong about such and such. But I'm going, yeah, but I'm not. You know what I mean? Like, I'm really not. I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm doing different things. And I will back up that statement you said where if you're only getting your facts from Twitter or social media, you need to obviously check yourself and yeah, like, really check your man. sources. Honestly, just do some referencing. Out. You know, yeah. it was a really good point to circle back to what you said, Amari, as well, just kind of about how we need to do better as men. And I think touched on what you said about Derek as well, kind of growing up with an African dad and like having that sense of like, you know, in be, to be in your feelings is often to be met with adversity yeah rather than sort of compassion and i mm. think as a you know with what we see in the media and stuff it's just i think it's really it's it's good that we're having this discussion because but i love you know, my dad for that though um, slightly so it's like in a way where it's like he's taught me how to deal with stuff yeah in a way but because he could have easily just not taught me how to do with things at all yeah and yeah that would have probably fucked me up even more yeah well, i'm not sure. saying fucked up or anything but um, <laughs> neither one. I'm not fucking. No, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But yeah, sorry, Derek's parents as well. Man, I'm yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know what? He's But yeah, he is. He is. Yeah. And your Marge as well, fam. Um, you know, if your Marge sees me, she still says, "Well, go on." Like, oh, I'm on, surprised she recognizes me. Still. What do you mean? No, no. I'm always surprised when my friend's parents recognize me. No, you're regular, man. Come on, man. It's love. It's love. It's love. But yeah, what was I saying? Yeah, so. I'm thankful for that in a way where it's like I now have a means to cope with things. Mm. Mm. So if something does happen, I deal with it in a way that I know how to do. Yeah. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Um, 
And then that's why I'm kind of like in this boat where I'm like, is it actually really a bad thing to be in this way? Because we're talking about opening up more, mm. like, um, there's a song, Knox Home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's that? That's exactly yeah, the line. Yeah. yeah. Love that bit. Yeah. Um, that's what the bros are for. That's what the bros are for. But it's still, in, for me anyway, I'm like, opening up, if I have, it's like, Especially okay, let's say I'm with a ting, for example, or a girl. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I feel like oh, the women, your female yeah. demographic is gonna be hating me. That's fam. another thing that uh, anyway, anyway, that's another topic for another yeah. day. But with a girl, and she's kind of onto me because I'm not so inclined to be emotional. Yeah, mm-hmm. but am I supposed to then change how I am for this person? No, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but then we're talking about like, we need to it, open up more. We need to open up more. Is it your friend? Like it depends who it is. Let's just say um, it's a link. After a link, I don't think you have to do. That's anything. what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. If, so, it, if it was, if okay, it was, if it was, if it was the girl you were committing yourself to, yeah, then that. ideally for the relationship, you're you know, making shit probably, work. Yeah, yeah you're so let's it say work, let's say stuff yeah. is working in the in the current paradigm that it is where I'm the way that I'm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then if it's not broken, you need to fix. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. Makes sense. Sure. Like, so that. it's a difficult one. Like I'm trying to become more emotionally intelligent. And but you, do you know what the thing about that is? Because I feel like I'm quite emotionally intelligent anyway. Yeah. It's mm. just the way I deal with things sometimes may not be so inclined to, and it doesn't project that of me. But even yeah. recognizing that, yeah, is a show of like progression. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. And what I was gonna say is even that. Like you're saying, well, it's not broken for me. So why we gotta fix it? Because <laughs> we've all had that thought, right? Yeah. But we're not considering the other side. Of maybe mm. they're like wanting this because but they're, they're communicate that. If it's communicated, I know this is the problem we yeah. all have. I was gonna say women, <laughs> mm. but it's not. It's, it's, it's a general it's problem. A communication like, problem. Yeah, yeah, I think mm. it's our generation struggles with it a lot as well. Communication, and that doesn't just mean constructing sentences together. Yeah, that yeah. really <laughs> means getting your message across mm-hmm. of what it is. You get what I'm saying? Like especially when we're in such a distrusting time, nobody trusts anybody anymore. No, like all the people that call me paranoid ten years ago understand why I was like so closed off 10 years ago it's just we're on the opposite sides of the spectrum now where I'm opening up a little bit more and they're closing a little yeah. bit because yeah. it's just we're in a weird place right now where it's, it's like people are maybe. fucked yeah. like I'm starting to notice this like just because I'm I'm raised with these morals and just because Derek's raised with these morals it doesn't mean that the person we meet over there across the road Bill is going to be raised with the same morals or even understand mm-hmm. certain things from our, our viewpoint yeah. so mm-hmm. I think that's what you kind of have to understand about life and understand about people and this is why i say like it takes a lot of patience to sort of bridge the gap and even want to communicate and this is why i I try and talk to women about so many different issues so whenever there's a big issue i think this octavian one's the only one i haven't chat to women about Mm -hmm. particularly because i just don't want it to get me but when Mm -hmm. when shit like this kind of happens i always try and gauge female perspectives whenever it's like black men versus black women for example on the timeline which i fucking hate yeah um i I like to talk to to my black queens and get their perspectives on certain things as well just because i might see it from a black and white simple point of view of oh we need to listen to each other and da 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 da. but as i was talking to one my one friend too so she was like but i remember being in school and people taking the piss out of my hair and black boys doing mm. this and that making me feel ugly and stuff. And it's like, it's mad because I do remember certain brethrens. Yeah. I literally had brethrens, not even going to name and shame, but they specifically told me, yeah, I don't like, I don't like black girls. Look, they're ugly. Like, I don't like black mm. girls. Da, 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 da. And the funny <laughs> thing about that is never, ever had that opinion ever 
But people used to think, oh, Mario only likes white girls because they see me in pictures on Facebook <laughs> with white girls at a party. But here's the thing. I don't pose for pictures even now, fam. So if someone takes a picture with me, they're taking a picture of me. If I get tagged in a picture, yeah. I get tagged in a picture. It just, it just happened to be that bear these white things wanted to take a picture of man yeah. in, in, in high school times. You get me? And yeah. obviously that's a culture clash because they're like, Everyone in school's like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. where are you? Like, what are you doing? Like, that's it. That's exactly like social media now. Like, you can, people do it with quotes all the time. You know, like, they they pick out that one thing and they paint you with the whole brush yeah, of that one thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, like you, for example, like, you know, with, uh, you know, I don't know if you like white girls or not, you know. But do you know like, what it is? I like girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, 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 oh, my God. So, it's like, yeah, yeah, you yeah, can yeah, come yeah, in, yeah, like, you can it, come it, in any flavor. It's just like, it's just like, what? Come on, come on. Uh, no, but for real, you can come in any flavor. It's more like, it's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, honestly, because you can expect you look so pleasing in any complexion, right? Mm, 100%, man. There's but nothing it's, it's, it's more than that as well. Why limit yourself? Exactly. Yeah, There's more yeah. than that. It's not just... Bro, I, I don't understand that man that limit themselves in a sense, like... There's preferences. There's and preferences, yeah. but like, like... How can you just write off a whole set of girls? Yeah, it doesn't yeah. make sense. Doesn't that make sense. don't make no sense. I remember sense. that same energy like in school, literally, and uh, a lot of it targeted towards the black girls at school. Yeah, they've, they've, they've had a the lot dark, to deal with. They have. the darker skinned girls. They have. And be on the receiving end of a lot of abuse around that. And which, 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 when you think back to it, it must have been mad for their self-esteem. 100%. Coming home from school and thinking like, right, like, man are laughing at me because I'm like dark, but I can't help it. Like, Blood, like, yeah. deep but hit, they're like, like people. In our school. With the men as well. They're but, dragging uh, off yeah, the weave yeah, sometimes bro. for bants. Yeah, you get me? Like, it's a violation, Because I'm deep in it now. If someone was to do that to my niece in 10 years or whatever, when she's at high <laughs> school, if someone was to do that to my yeah, sister and I ever saw that, I'm getting up. mad, bro. Yeah. I'm getting mad, bro. I will back my sister to the end of this no, earth as well, fam. You get me? Yeah. So it's like, I'm getting mad, fam. So I, you do have to consider like, they've gone through a lot. So yeah, especially on Twitter, they are a very active and vocal community. Mm. And sometimes I think you're doing too much. You're doing too much. Yeah. Mm. But I... When you understand more, it's hard to be angry mm. at anything. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Because you understand. So it's like you can see from a, another person's perspective. You might not agree with what they're doing, but you understand. Yeah. i take, um, what's an example? Um, let's say someone's been um, abused, like mm. when they're growing up in their, in their yard, stepdad or something like that. Mm. might not trust anyone or whatever might react to things in the wrong way all the time because they always feel like they're being attacked mm. i get it i've seen that story i get it so it's like to x y and z over there they might think oh that person's a prick like but it's like no you haven't taken the time yeah. the time to understand why they are the way they are because yeah. if we do that then we can begin the process of healing yeah, exactly. how can i help you out with that do you get what i'm trying to say yeah. even mm -hmm. just being an ear and them venting to you sometimes yeah. that's you all they need. need to know the why for everything anything that you, you approach or try to deal with mm. if you know why you're doing it or why something is the way it is then you have a basis to start the process to fix it yeah mm. 100% so, I think that's something that's like a society's whole like we've never done no one's ever done that as much as like you know there's lots of people who are like you know uh, it's better in the good old days you know I knew my neighbour and all that kind of stuff yeah but the world's bigger now yeah. you know mm. and we are that first generation who are looking at one another and going okay I want to know a little bit more about you yeah. even though we might have nothing in common mm. you know even though we might be from complete different ends of the world mm. you know 
I'm going to give you that bit of time. And I think, you know. Suffer to learn from everybody, man. 100%. Absolutely. And every situation. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. 100%. For sure. And it's good. I mean, it's positive. Like, guys like us, like, you know, speaking about it and talking about it as a topic and taking it seriously mm. isn't something which potentially, like, four men in their 20s would have done 20, 30 years exactly. ago. Mm. So exactly. You've just got to look at it as progression. And, exactly. You know, and that's it. Because it's like, half the things that, like, my homegirls might tell me is toxic and like, is it? Like, I didn't even know, but I'm trying. I'm yeah. trying. I don't get everything right. I'm not perfect, but I'm fucking trying. Yeah, Bro, exactly. we've come me, from, cut me some slack. Yeah, we've come from a madness where like, to be open-minded is like, you could get bollocked for it. You can get bollocked mm. for it. Like, also, even from before we've met, there might be things that you seen when you're raised and it's like, some people see abuse in their house, like, mm their dad hitting their mum or some shit and they it's normalised to them. It's mm. fucked up. A lot of weird shit happens yeah. in the world but in the ends as well. I feel like the ends you can have like one street and everyone's got their own kind of EastEnders going on <laughs> in their own house. Yeah, Literally yeah. like Basically. and it's all different stories of fucked up shit. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Sure. Yeah. So I don't know it kind of just humbles you in, the, in a sense as well when you see all of that thing all of those things as well particularly from young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um because you just realise there's more to the world and stuff as well. And I've always tried to understand people and be open-minded. Again, I don't person. particularly agree with everything. Like, there's some things to this day that have popped up in the last, like, five years. I'm like, I don't really get it. Like, like for example, we might have to bleep this out. <laughs> for example... Yeah, exactly. put, put, cut all that shit. Just put that yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's gonna be a certain point where it's like, yep. <laughs> but um, but anyway, <laughs> back in, back in. Let's yeah. Yeah, let's um. We should talk about what's going on with you, future, and now. Like, what are you looking forward to? What's coming up with you? What am I looking forward to? I'm looking forward to just figuring it out, like everyone else is. Um, mm. I think this year I've made progress on just what I want to do in my career. Mm. So I think I mentioned I want to go into copywriting right now yeah. as okay. a good basis. I, I like brands and I want to work with brands and within marketing and stuff. It's such a competitive field, as Derek knows as well. I've sent you a couple of things. You can check it. Yeah. Oh, I've checked a couple of yeah. one, but not all of them. Not all of them. I want to build up the... The portfolio. Yep. I'm building up a portfolio. I'm building up a strategy of attack that I'm, like, I'm going to email these people with and have all the work there, basically. To, mm. I just basically want to do all the work for them in it you know what yeah, I mean like, yeah, yeah. there's like a thousand people applying for these roles I have to stand out somehow so yeah. it's like let me get all my shit in order yeah, and then email all of these companies and stuff also story I think is one that you sent me is yeah. that you sent yeah, me that? Yeah, yeah. that looks sick so it's like I'm proper excited about some of these roles yeah. so when I get excited it's like yeah I want to take yeah. time on it um, but apart from that I'm doing music still as well as just advancing myself on other skills as well I love that I've picked up so many books again this is the first year in a long time I can confidently say every book I've read has have had a positive impact on my life. Nice. So, what's been the best book you've read this so, so far? Ooh, year? that's a great question. Mm. It's most meaningful. I'm gonna put it right? down to three. I'm gonna put it down to okay. three right now. Ego is the enemy. Mm-hmm. Ryan Holiday. Yeah. Uh, the destruction of Black civilization from oh, 4,500 BC to 2000 AD. I know that book. Chancellor really? Williams. Yeah, my dad gave me it when I was very young. Yeah, yeah, bro. Essential, 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 essential. That's that's, that's where my name's from in the book. The guy, the, the African leader called I think it's African, but Shyam the Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, your name's Shyam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was just Shy. <laughs> nah, yeah. <laughs> that's hard still. That's hard. Yeah. Shyam the Great. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, how come yeah, you, why didn't you go with that? I like young black sight, but you could have been Shyam the Great. Nah, I mean, I yeah. nah, anyway, and the third book. 
Um, this book that I was actually, this was such a random one, but it's had such a powerful effect on me. I might be leaning towards this one right now, but it's called Resonate by Alex Wolf. It's mm. kind of like a marketing book, mm. but okay. it's also not. It's just a life book, basically. Yeah. And I can't okay. lie, she just... Them books there are, are, are good. Those books. are the best yeah, because yeah. It, yeah. it really kind of shows you that marketing is just knowing people and it's just, just life. Do you get life, what I'm trying yeah. to say? Yeah, That's so... That was a really, really good book. And I, I like the way she wrote it as well because it's kind of like um, the way I write my blogs in a sense of it's just a stream of consciousness, a stream of consciousness. Mm-hmm. So she's like, it's like she's talking to me mm. whilst I'm reading the pages. And she's actually, from what I gave from the book, as well as the podcast that she now makes, she's mm. just an interesting person. Like, you know, those people where it's like, yeah, I could sit down and have a coffee with you. Zadie Smith is one of those people as well. She's a great author from Northwest London. I think she's from Cricklewood originally. Um, and I watched some of her like lectures and like seminars with like interviews that she's done. She's done a TED done. Talk, right? Or no? Hmm? She's done a TED Talk. Uh, she might have. I think she's done a TED Talk. She yeah. might have still. Um, you know, people that just, they have like amazing minds. Like the world is just in their mind and mm. the way they kind of translate that in their work is, is, is amazing. But yeah, um, those three books, Alex Wolf resonate ego is the enemy by Ryan holiday and the destruction of black civilization by chancellor Williams. Those nice. would be my top three books of the year. I still got more to go. So next year, where can we find you? Like what socials are you on? Um, you can find me on still ohms. So that's, S T I double L O M Z, uh, O M Z, you know, damn, I'm American now. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm on Insta. <laughs> you can find me there. I might not reply though. I'm, <laughs> I'm on and off like these social medias though. So it's like one month I might be on pre yeah. and then like another two months I might be on whatever. Yeah. Right now I'll just find about, it's so toxic for me as well. Being able to like, I have this habit of like, I like writing for example. So sometimes before I like, started writing music and stuff like that. Like I said, I was ducking it. I never really wanted to be an artist. I'm not going to lie. But like I said, it was just a calling to me. I guess I like putting words together and stuff. You had a medium? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Use it. Not yet. This is where I was going to build up a portfolio of work as well. Okay, yeah. It's a good place. Yeah, bro. Because I didn't want it all just on the blog. Mm. I wanted to actually have paid services and stuff on there. So they know I can write in a different kind of format as well. Because that's more like free flow, my blog. But um, yeah, I started like, like I said, the Facebook statuses, tweets, just whatever haikus just little words that I just put together and whatever and that's when I kind of realized like yo I can't duck this music thing no more man I'm just a writer like I just like it so that's what I spend a lot of my time on doing just uh, I write music I record it I'm learning how to like mix and master well mix myself right now mastering will will get done next year but um yeah I'm just in the process I'm just enjoying making music again for the reason of just making music Mm. Like, who knows? You might not put it out. I might not even put it out. Mm. I know my friends are going to hate me for saying that. <laughs> I need this EP soon, bro. Hey, man. You got, you got the whole EP already? Yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm joking. I'm joking. I send Derek, like, some tunes every once in a while as well. Hey. Just like to get some, like, feedback from different people and stuff. But, nice. um, yeah, I'm just on a vibe right now. I'm just, like, trying to just basically become the best of what I can be. And I feel like music's really just helped mature me. So I used to run to music mm. as an escape um, from young basically and it's taught me so much that's what's got me interested in the world as well just listening to different types of music and and rap and stuff like that mm. uh i'd say that's what indirectly got me into literature as well like okay. if when you listen to someone like nas or jay-z rap and you're growing up off that like and the, the shit that they say in their bars 
is fucking crazy, fam. Like some of the theories that they they put you onto, like even Nas was like, so what's the black man's true religion? Like, and that line in itself is so synonymous with the book Black Civilization because mm. what you realize is like before the Europeans were here, it was like Arabs, for example, um, and Asians yeah. that were in Africa and stuff and it was tense between them. There was like thousands, thousands of years of wars basically before the Euro- Europeans came into the equation really mm. um, and that's just all of like Egypt being like the gold mine in the center of the universe at the time basically like Egypt was one of the highest civilizations yeah. in the world existed, at yeah. that point yeah. like to the point where it's been covered up so much and I actually find it so offensive when people are like nah the pyramids must be aliens like it can't be them it can't be them do you know what I mean because it's like we've subconsciously been conditioned to believe that like black people are like the lowest form mm or the lowest like um, members of society, but we were actually running it. Like we were the original Jews, basically. Mm. <laughs> nah, but- um, going way back to the thing. Nah, but yeah. honestly, man, yeah. it's yeah. like, we. I feel like it's important to know that because they don't show us that now. And I feel like we have heritage, history of being great. And that's not to say you as a white person don't have history and heritage of being great. That's not to say an Asian person or Arab person doesn't have history of being great as well. Because when I speak on a pro- pro-black level, it's not cancelling down other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just me loving myself. That's, it. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. I feel like we need to do that more. Do you know what I mean? Because there's only so much we get shown. Like we had, like we said um, at the start of this conversation about the difference between like Top Boy and stuff like that and Gangland and mm. why they sensationalise certain things and stuff. I'm tired of seeing Slave. I don't watch Slave films no more. I ain't watched the Slave film mm. in a long time. I didn't watch 12 Years a Slave. I can't remember what the last slave film was before that. I didn't watch Django, <laughs> even though that's not really a slave film. It's oh just, man, that's a good one. It's just Tarantino yeah, getting away with saying nigga like, do <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? He wrote that so much. He yeah, dropped nigga bombs yeah, yeah. so much, man. Like, but um, shout out Jamie Foxx in it. But like, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I like, I watch Roots and and I'm still scarred by that. In fact, all, yeah. when the skipper rope hits my back when I'm doing home workouts, oh, oh I feel Quinter's pain, man. <laughs> like a little fraction of it, a little fraction oh, of it because Quinter was getting whipped, bro. So when it hits me on my back, I'm like, shit, this is what my guys was dealing with. <laughs> nah, man, I got to do us better, man. <laughs> Listen, mate, honestly, this has been such... A fun episode to do. Yeah, like, honestly, like I've only just met you, but um, this this has been so electric. Honestly, like, nah, I feel um, like we should do this again. Oh, for sure, it's going to have to be a second episode. We um, did not cover anything that I thought we was going to cover. <laughs> <laughs> that's the natural way. Of the that's pub, the bro. best thing, though. That's yeah. the way we do it, man. Honestly, I just want to say like massive thank you for coming on because it's been a pleasure. It really, really has. Um, so we'll have to book him in again. One million percent. I appreciate sure. you yes. guys for having me. Absolutely, honestly, man. honestly. No, no, cheers. Honestly. Listen, as usual, I've been Benjamin Williams. Derek, thanks. And Shy from Young Black Psych. And you've been listening to the You Think You Know podcast. Mm-hmm.